Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 1989. Oh yeah, we're about to welcome in the last month of 1989, peeps. It's the final four weeks of December, so we are in countdown mode all the way to New Year's Eve, baby. It also means there's only four more episodes of utter uselessness recorded in diary form for you and I to endure. Naturally, I'm going to drag another of my besties in to help us get through all of that. But first off, we're going to revisit what was making its debut on the Aussie charts on this week back in 1989. And we start with Cher, just like Jesse James, took out the top 50th posse. We got to pump up the jam with Technotronic featuring Feli debuting at number 38. Bobby Brown had On Our Own at 34. Alice Cooper slid his bed of nails in at 21. And the biggest debut went to the band that was already sitting comfy in the top five with Swing the Mood, charting for nine weeks already. Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers also took out number four with their follow-up, That's What I Like. Less said about that, the better. Can you give a band myxomatosis? Probably not. Hey, here's one redeeming thing about 1989, however. We can officially thank it for how we ride share, get our food delivered, and navigate the streets without having to dig out a hefty street directory from the glove box of our cars, because 1989 was the year that the first 24 satellites that would help make up our global positioning system were sent into orbit around our planet. Probs explains why our GPS never seems to really pick up our exact posse. Not that I'm hating on that, because there's probably way too many satellites watching us now anyways. Hey, coming up, all my wake-ups don't involve me lolling about and sleeping in as I get rudely woken way too early five days in a row. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's the only week of that year where I got up way too early for an entire week. We spend up big at the stupid market. Media parties are apparently dead to me. Colour me jaded. There's also domestic duties to do, bitching to be had, guilt forces me to do favours for friends, and I'm so glad that doesn't work anymore. Australia Post ruins my country road suit, and I attend a BMX presentation and shit all over it because I'm clearly easily bored. Enough crapping on because there's so much more to do, so please allow me to welcome another one of my besties. Who is that? Who is who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's Bufonte! It's me! Welcome back, Lise. 
Oh, so glad to be back. We're oh. just on the, the last legs, aren't we? I know. Episode 45, it's nearly all wrapped up. Oh, my lordy Lou, and you were just 19. I know. And that whole year's just gone, Nelly. Almost, almost. We're into December with you. Like We start on December 3. So, yeah, my, <gasps> my sense of purpose is about to disappear. <laughs> oh, good Lord. How exciting, though. I mean, it's been a, it's a great series. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone keeps saying it's exciting, but I keep reading it and going, is it, though? <laughs> These bits, <laughs> us interacting is exciting, but everything I have to read is just so fucking shitful. I wish I could go back and just say, please, just put some details down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's all right. We love talking about going to the video shop and having Chinese for Saturday night dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. And going to bed at 2 o'clock every morning, even yeah. though you've got to be up at, you know. <laughs> Stupid o'clock. <Sick. laughs> yeah. And just to reset, uh, you actually joined 6KA in Karatha back in 1990. You came up there to work with us and live in, in the share house. I did indeed. And, um, oh, look, I tell you, it's... One of the fondest couple of years of my life. <laughs> Were you there for a couple of years? <laughs> Laugh. Yeah, I was actually. I was. Ah. And I started there and then moved across to um, GWN. That's right. Oh, mm. I, I loved how most of the girls managed to get TV careers happening. I was so lucky. <laughs> And then they kicked me out. Ugh. Then they kicked me out of the share house and said, no, nah, you can no longer stay here. Oh, you have to find your own place to live. And that's when you should have said, do you know I'm a TV celebrity? Excuse me, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know who I am? God damn it. <laughs> I've got a bouffant. Get out of my way. <laughs> uh, so funny, and so I funny. bet GWN didn't provide any accommodation whatsoever, did they? <laughs> no, I had to find my own. Oh, I hate that. Were you sharing or I did you have to find a place by yourself? Yeah, no, I did share with um, DJ Ray. DJ Ray? What? DJ Ray. Why does that name Ray's ring a bell? Because <laughs> he used to be the disco. He used to be the DJ at the discos. Oh, he I'm, was the guy. I'm scared he's still up there doing it. <laughs> oh, look, i tell you something for nothing. Yeah. He was actually the DJ at my wedding. Shut up. <laughs> I love that. Shut up and take my money. Oh. I said, Ray, I said, Ray, because we used to share a house, you need to come and DJ my wedding, but you have to play all the music that I want, not the music that you want. All right, Boofy. And he called me Boofy, Ben, oh, at the wedding. Oh, my God, I love that. That is the, I know. The one thing I've gotten out of this is that most people that I know have a nickname and I'm the one that gave it to them and I never had a, <laughs> any inkling that I was tarring people with such <laughs> stupid names constantly. <laughs> What a fucking asshole! <laughs> I know, I know. See, and they're long-lasting too, because even like lots of people know that that's my nickname I love from a hundred years ago, and you gave it to me. That is mental, and also an indicator of how little I remember people's names. Quick, give them a nickname. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, well, should we get stuck into it? Let's go. Okay, here we go. This is um, Sunday, December 3rd, and it was written at 2.12am. Dave woke me this morning at 9.45, asking if we still wanted to go shopping. Rude. I got up and showered, and we went and did the weekly shopping. We managed to spend, $1989, 210 bucks. 
That's like <laughs> 5000 today. <laughs> slightly. Yeah, which was slightly over budget. <laughs> uh, never mind. Came home and unpacked everything. Drove Dave to work and Mark told us about another stupid media party. <laughs> I love that I'm already over them. <laughs> 11 months in and it's like, whatever. I've actually written, how feelings change. Didn't go. Couldn't be bothered. Oh, you stuck up little mole. Oh, my God. Clearly. I- you are. I feel like maybe the media parties didn't have free alcohol because I can't imagine I wouldn't have gone <laughs> if there was free alcohol. Oh, I think you would have been there in a flash. Yeah, right. That was anyway, I came home, watched TV, then tidied the pantry. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Instead of a party. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's a homosexual. <laughs> He's tidying the pantry. No, what is that about? Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear what riveting thing happens next. Oh, nothing. (laughs) Actually, it does remind me of, remember Judy, Big Jude that used to live in Caratha, still does. One of my favourite stories of hers was a friend of hers was cleaning out her pantry in Caratha and she had contact on the shelves and the contact was sort of like <gasps> creased and a cockroach ran into the crease. And so she went and smashed it with her hand in the crease and the guts of the cockroach shot oh, out no. of the hole and into her mouth. And she instantly vomited straight into her pantry. Oh, oh my God. Please don't tell me this pantry story ends the same way. No, it didn't. Uh, what happened for me is Avril came home and she washed the toilet and cleaned the stovetop. <laughs> Oh, I love that I've just kept all the good stuff for the diary. Oh, my God. You're just keeping it all for the end. (laughs) I made some marinade and put some scotch fillet in to soak for a few days. Scotch fillet? Jesus Christ. No wonder we spent $210. Should be wonderful. Shift from six till midnight was okay. Nothing to rave about. Slightly lethargic and I could do better. Dave and I have been bitching till now. Nighty night, 2.20 a.m. Bless. 2.20. Can you get more exciting than that? Probably not. Let's see. And this is Monday, December 4. It was written at 12.30am. Woken this morning by Cindy on the phone at 7.30. Jesus H. Christ, why are all these people calling me early? She was asking me to drive her to the airport. Not a friend. I didn't want to, but I can't say no because I feel guilty. (laughs) We drove in her car, and after she'd left, it was me stuck in the car park trying to get her car started. Couldn't, so I called a taxi. $14 it cost me. I mean, what a ripoff. Wow. I know, astronomical. Back then. I took Dave to the airport. He couldn't start it either. Anyway, end of the day arrives, and I rang Colin, and he said there was a second ignition that you had to use. He called Cindy a silly bitch and drove me out there to pick it up. So if Cindy had told me about the ignition, I would have been able to drive it earlier. Duh, makes sense, you moron. (laughs) And not much else did happen today. Not much else did happen today. Dave bought a moke. That's it. What the fuck's a moke? M-O-K-E. Is that a car? I feel like that's a car. A mini moke? I think it might be. I'm I'm a-cosering it just to double check. Yeah, mini moke. Yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, I see. What a ledge. A beach buggy type thing. Good on you, Dave. Night, uh, 12.35am. Oh, still, nothing really happened. Thank God for Cindy adding some drama into my life. (laughs) Who doesn't tell someone they've got a second ignition as well? And also, why have a second ignition? What's going on? I'm confused. 
All right, here's uh, Tuesday, December 5. It was written at 2.52am. Someone's fist pounding on the front door woke me this morning. He continues with the early wake-ups. It was Dave. I had a shower and we went into town, did some shopping. Hang on, you just spent $210. What are you shopping for? Bought some brunch. Went to the station and sat around talking. Dave and I went home about 1.30. Julie picked us up and took me into town again. Oh, it's a constant referral. I posted some mail, bought some packets of Christmas cards. Oh, my God. Remember when we used to send Christmas cards? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank dozens God. and dozens of them. Yeah, thank Christ we got over that bullshit. Oh, I reckon. Although oh, my God. Australia Post would probably love it if we did that again. <laughs> I also got a present for Nicole and a farewell present for Lee. Julie dropped me home and I started writing in the Christmas cards. Oh, enthralling Tuesday night, Ben. Dave was sulking because he thought his birthday today was being ignored. Oh, didn't know it was his birthday till then. Bit childish if you ask me. Oh, because I'm so grown up. Cooked tea and Avril took it down to Dave. Called mum and had a talk. Mark and I went and got some movies, one of which was Willow. Great movie. Just finished watching it. See ya. 2.59am. And I'm pretty sure Willow is that movie with the guy that was in um, Return of the Jedi. Jello. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ewan McGregor. Warwick Davis with Val Kilmer. It's a Ron (laughs) Howard movie. Who knew? Oh. oh, who knew? Apparently it's really good, guys. You should watch it. <laughs> right. You obviously remember it well. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> Except for the fact that I can tie it back to Return of the Jedi Star Wars, which I can always do. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to wave my geek in your face. All right, let's take in uh, Wednesday, December 6th. This was written at 1.05 a.m. Dave woke me at 9 this morning, asking me to come filming with him. I said, get stuffed, and he left. <laughs> What? Okay. What? Apparently, I don't know what he was filming. He must have had a camera and just decided, let's get some sights and sounds of Garatha. <laughs> I finally got up at 10, had a shower, and Dave, Avril, and I went and did some filming for their parents. Oh, there you go. It's a home movie. My shift from 6 till midnight went well. Had the company of Lee for a fair while. She was doing work before she leaves us for good on Friday. Slightly sad. Oh, I'm not actually sad. I'm just slightly just sad. Slight. Yeah. Let's not get Just worked time. up. No one's getting tears in their eyes. Had very little to do at work as far as ads are concerned today. Only about three. Went to Archie Martin's for a cross back to the studio. Archie Martin's. Did you do crosses at Archie's? Archie's Martin's. <laughs> yes. Oh, now there's a name. What there's happened a name to them? The Did Harvey Norman destroy oh, them? Yes. I'm sure. I'm sure. The Archie Martin That's fortune ripped from asunder. <laughs> Damn you, Harvey. Um, anyway, I did a cross back to the studio and the post office called to say that oil had spilled on my parcel from David Jones. My country no. road suit has got oil on it. No. So hopefully that will come out when I get it dry cleaned. And then I've written in capitals, hopefully. See ya, 1.12am. And I do remember the uh, oil did not come out and it ruined my country road suit, which I think was like a, a light fawn colour because that's the lightest oh, thing. You, you want oil on that, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, yeah. All right, there's going to be ramifications about the oil spill. Let's find out what happens next. This okay. is Thursday, December 7. It was written at 1.36am. 
Received a call from mum this morning at 8.30am to say that I should get the post office to say whether they'll replace the pants if they can't be repaired. Good on you, mum. She's in my corner. So I phoned them and they said yes. So I have to take them off to be dry cleaned. Hmm. Hopefully the company that dry cleans up here will do them properly. Ooh, it's a bit of casting aspersions at a country dry cleaners. <laughs> just have to hope, I guess. You know, rural people. I didn't write that. I just, I'm throwing that in there. Um, showered and Dave Avril and I went into town, had some lunch and did some shopping. Jesus Christ. I'm getting paid nothing and I'm constantly <laughs> shopping. <laughs> no wonder I left there poor. Got a postcard from Emma in Alice Springs and my tax check from Dad. So that was wonderful. No mention of how much was in the tax check. <laughs> I want to know. It's all spent. You spent it all. Yeah, it would have been about 70 bucks maybe. My shift from Shopping. 6 to midnight went well, although I was slightly depressed because I couldn't go to the 6KA Christmas breakup, mainly because I had to work, which sucks. Did a couple of ads and I've just finished eating some tea. Now it's off to bed. Night. 1.44am. Oh, I love that they threw a Christmas party and didn't invite me. <laughs> you were working. You were working. Yeah, plus they probably said, ugh, he won't even come to media parties. Why would we invite him to the Christmas breakup? <laughs> Poor me. I'm just listening to the times that you write this stuff. It's all like 2 o'clock and one thirty and quarter to 2 and 3.30. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what time does this boy I go th- to bed every night? I watched The Lost Boys one too many times and I think I wanted to be a vampire. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, get ready for more early ones. <laughs> this is Friday, December 8. It was written at 1.26am. Oh, this is practically early. Oh. Early work day today. Got up at 8 and showered, got dressed and grabbed an apple and walked to work. <laughs> grabbed an <laughs> apple? Because that's engaging content. Uh, not that much to do today. I sat around for most of it and did a couple of ads and generally talked. <laughs> <laughs> You fuckhead! <laughs> I just have to push this again. <laughs> Some detail about what I talked to, who I talked to, or anything would be great. Uh, Lee and I went to lunch at the tavern, and I had ooh, chicken and prawn Kiev, which was filled with garlic prawns, and had them on top too. Yum! That's the Karafa Tavern. <laughs> I still remember that. It was filled with garlic prawns and it had them on top two. Top two. (laughs) Like prawns, prawns for everyone. What a bad ganza. And honestly, I honestly think that that was just like a steak with a garlic sauce, but they just put prawns in it because crayfish and prawns (laughs) were just in abundance back then. (laughs) Good old chicken Kevin. Oh, chicken Kevin. Um, it was absolutely superb. Duh, I've already said that. My shift from 2 to 6 p.m. was great. Made very few mistakes. I'm very happy. <laughs> I love that I made still made some, but I'm, I'm still happy with my output. Aim for basic, Ben. You'll get there one day. Went home and had some tea. Julie and I went to the tavern at about 9 p.m. and we stayed there till just after midnight. Came home and now off to sleeps. I feel sick. And then I've written, blah. Which is B L double E double A double H. One thirty five AM. Blah. All of that was prawns. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were on top and inside. They got rid of these fucking rotten prawns. That's what happened. <laughs> Blah. Blah. All right, let's see if I have the shits the following day. <laughs> it would yes. be yes. on point with this oh, diary. Right. <laughs> 
Here we are. Saturday, <laughs> December 9. It's written at 1.29 a.m. Up again at 7 today. Holy shit. <gasps> went to bed at 1.35 and I'm up at 7. Up at 7? Lord, I would have been a zombie. Shower, dressed and walked to the station. Caught a taxi to Karatha Retrovision and did my three crosses at 8.30, 9.30 and 10.15. Walked to the shopping centre and saw Nat. Got some tops for Dad for Christmas and caught a taxi to the station. Had some tea, make that lunch, and pulled my records and went on air at 12. I've obviously written tea and thought, hang on, no, it was lunch, you idiot. And so I, rather than scribbling it out, I've put, had some tea, make that lunch. <laughs> pulled my records and went on air at 12. My shift from midday to 6pm went well, no problems. Got home just after six, got ready for Judy to pick Julie and I up, and we went to the BMX presentation. It was bloody boring. Afterwards, we um. went to Judy's and watched some movies, and she's just brought us back home. Night, 1.39am. I bet you I said to Judy, oh my God, that BMX presentation was amazing. Because <laughs> I remember her daughter Josie was like a gun BMX rider, like winning awards yeah, it was constantly. Big. Yeah. yeah, it was big there. Everything was Bill. big there. Chicken kids, the BMX bandits, all sorts of chicken things. Chicken Kevins, chicken <laughs> Gordies. The prawn poisonings. BMX. That's it. Is that it? We're done. Oh. Oh, the mockery didn't last long enough. It didn't last long enough. That just went too quickly. I know. I, I can't believe it. I'm sorry I didn't give you enough content. As per fucking usual. It was, it was plenty. It was plenty. But there were there were plenty, a lot of Chicken Kevins in there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your support of the Chicken Kevin. <laughs> uh, well, Boofy, I love done? you Wait, to death, Steve. Speaking? That's it. We're finished. We're done. Oh, good, good. Oh, no, so I don't have to be speaking like, you know, I'm on air. <laughs> well, I'm still recording. I thought, it, I thought you were still going. I'm going, oh, my God, what do I need to say? What Have you stopped? Stop. No, I'm still running. We're still putting this in. <laughs> I don't think your voice has changed at all. <laughs> Talk in your real voice. Go uh, on. <laughs> oh, do I need to stop talking now? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was funny. Babes, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. It's been so much fun reconnecting and just gas bagging about all of our bullshit. Oh, uh, it's been awesome because it's just brought back so many memories and you kind of like put that stuff away, you know, in the back of your mind yeah. and just having the opportunity to talk to someone who was actually there. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just awesome. It just brings back so many fond memories. Yeah. Although was... I do remember getting to that turn off and always wanting to turn left. Yeah, it was our Vietnam, even though we pretend it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love you very much. Love you too. Hey, look, in the next episode, there's Christmas presents to purchase for my ma and pa, but will I actually write down what I gifted them? <laughs> Probably not. And how the hell can you send a Christmas parcel after the 10th of December and get it to Adelaide in time? There's also gifts I've got to give myself. Selfish. I get kidnapped. Sounds V-dramatic. Probably isn't. And way to oversell it, you psycho. I wear black clothing in 40-plus heat and nearly pass out. Figures. I get a bike, get depressed, get jealous and get my groove on under the table at a Chinese restaurant and experience karaoke for the first time. <laughs> Kill me. Once again, it's time to try and help amplify Indigenous voices and for this episode, it's all about the wonderful work of Alira Potter. She incorporates Indigenous practices and First Nation knowledge into her work as an energy healer who does Reiki. She's also a meditation teacher, a psychic and an empowerment and mindset coach. 
Plus, she's a model, photographer, and creative content producer. I know, what doesn't she do? She's amazing. You can follow her on Instagram at alira.potter and alirapotter.com. So go check out her amazing work. And Alira is A-L-L-I-R-A and Potter is as a Potter, P-O-T-T-E-R. Hey, that's this episode done. Only three more left to do. We've got to say Tar Muchley to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme tune and Jez Olenko for his mad skills on the other audio bits. If you want to, you can actually share this podcast. You can give it a review too. You can even go back to the beginning and listen to all this stupidity again. I mean, could you even imagine? Yeah, probably not. Anyway, until next time, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya, boy. Bye.